0: Yesterday, David Letterman was arrested in the Ecuadorian embassy in London and dragged out to his car. Why was David Letterman arrested? That was actually Julian
3: Assange, Jack, co-founder of WikiLeaks. Mm. After many years there, holed up in the embassy, finally something happened. Why it happened and and how it happened is a really interesting story in which the usual partisan lines are, are more or less useless, I think. Which is Uh, refreshing. I
0: saw a lot of Democrats and Republicans wanting Julian Assange to rot in jail. I get a little concerned when Republicans and Democrats agree on something. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes that means this clearly obviously is a good thing. Sometimes it means it's clearly obviously a bad thing.
3: Well, Matt Zapotosky is part of a team that has written a really uh, terrific and interesting piece in the Washington Post uh, this morning. Uh, the title of which is After Years of Debate, Trump Administration Chose to Pursue Criminal Case Against Assange. Matt Zapatoski joins us now. Hello, Matt. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm
2: doing great. Thanks
3: for having me on. Yeah, it's our pleasure. So really thought-provoking stuff here about the press and the First Amendment, and is it a criminal conspiracy? What are the two sides, if indeed there are just two, to the question?
2: Well, this is a really interesting debate. Julian Assange, of course, at some base level, is a publisher. He publishes information, and he's drawn the ire of governments because he publishes a lot of classified information. So for years, pretty much starting in 2010, after he dumps these State Department cables and Iraq and Afghanistan war documents onto the Internet, there's this great debate inside the Justice Department. Can we charge this guy with a crime, the sort of hardest edge people would say, well, sure we can. Publishing classified information itself could be considered a crime. But then other people would say, no, 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 that would make him just the same as the New York Times or the Washington Post. Their reporters publish classified information all the time. So at the end of the Obama administration, they're kind of in a holding pattern. His case is technically open, but they've decided they're not going to charge him because of the precedent this would set for the media, potential First Amendment challenges to to the case jeff sessions comes in as attorney general really wants to crack down on unauthorized disclosures of information kind of dusts off this old case and we're off to the races and the climate by then too has changed his organization has leaked a lot more stuff most notably cia hacking tools democrats emails the climate is just different and and that's sort of how they come to this decision that yeah they're going to charge him um and you know the debate will rage about the first amendment
0: do you know in what way this is the same or different than the famous pentagon papers case that the supreme court ruled on in which daniel ellsberg got a hold of documents that you know uh, said some important things about the vietnam war and then they were printed and
2: so the way prosecutors view this case as different. You can see this in the charge is that Julian. Well, this is different from from Ellsberg or a person like that, because Julian Assange is the recipient of information. He's not a guy who signed papers that said, I won't reveal this classified information, which the government has given me access to. In this case, that would be Chelsea Manning, who was charged, went to jail for a while until her sentence was commuted. Julian Assange is a little different. He's the publisher. So in, in this, this
0: so it's comparing it to the Pentagon Papers. Sorry, Assange is the New York Times, not Daniel
2: Ellsberg. Correct, But prosecutors see him as a little different because he's not just the recipient and publisher of information the way they see it. He kind of conspired with Manning to get the information. And in particular, they discussed possibly cracking this password. So they would sort of have administrative privileges inside the government system. They didn't, they were not ultimately successful in that. And a lot of what Manning leaked, he had access to, they didn't need to crack any password. But what he was charged with, was just this hacking conspiracy trying to crack this password. And that's where they say, that's where the Justice Department sees them as different from a journalist. A journalist generally isn't going to break into a government office and get information. That's clearly a crime. They're going to try to coax people who actually legitimately have information to give it to them. And that person, the person giving the information, might be charged with a crime. But the journalist generally in Justice Department practice would not.
3: And this is where it gets so interesting. I saw Glenn Greenwald tweeted earlier this morning that the New York Times it Installed, as I recall, it was some some sort of phone line, something that obviously made it easier for people to leak information without getting caught. I don't remember the precise parameter of it, but Glenn asked, "Is that conspiracy to um, you know disseminate classified material? Are they actively now aiding and abetting the sharing of classified material, and making them liable in the same way that Julian Assange is? Uh, drawing that line is going to be." A little tough, I think.
2: Yeah, there's so much gray area here. We at The Post have a similar thing called secure drop where people can communicate with us anonymously over encrypted apps. They can share tips. They can well, you're a
3: criminal documents. then, clearly, Matt. Stay where you are. <laughs> Law I enforcement prosecutors- is on their way.
2: I think prosecutors would say Assange is a little different because he's sort of reaching out to Manning and they're trying together to hack a government system. This is, you know, there are interesting gray areas here, though, and the indictment also cites things that are just sort of common reporting practice. Use of encrypted apps, encouraging sources to kind of cover their tracks. That is common reporting practice. And Glenn, who, who I really respect, is saying, look, even the hacking was kind of a cover up. The, the hacking wasn't meant to get him more. More materials, it was meant to cover up the fact that materials already had been leaked. So, is that so far ah, off from using Signal? I mean, there is really interesting. Going to be an interesting First Amendment question here. Prosecutors sought to narrow that by only charging him with sort of one hacking offense, not espionage. Well,
0: and what, yeah, what's, well, how big an offense is hacking anyway? It's, it's,
2: not not that big, well so the that's one what charge say. he faces so far as a five year statutory maximum penalty, and it it's funny in the federal system, nobody really gets the statutory sure. maximum so you think about
0: so on what he's been charged with he's facing a couple of years in jail if he's found guilty. so I don't understand why he couldn't claim. look, we got the information from Bradley and the thumb drive and all that. I didn't get it from the hacking, and I don't know how you'd argue with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the trick here is it's not like hacking has to be successful to be a crime, and it's not like hacking has to get classified information to be a crime. If somebody hacked the Washington Post, for example, or sought to hack the Washington Post, we don't have classified information. That itself well, just, could be a crime. Just
0: to clear up my confusion, as I saw Republicans and Democrats talking about how Assange needs to rot in jail, that doesn't seem like that's even on the table right now.
2: No. Now, it is possible that they will upgrade the charges until he's sort of formally turned over to U.S. custody, which is a process that could take years. They could upgrade the charges. But for some people, this is kind of a, I don't know if you would say disappointing, but kind of anticlimactic end. It's not like he's charged as a spy or as an agent of a foreign government. If well, he cleaned up Democrat after his cat, he might do. still be in the embassy, <laughs> right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Matt Zapotosky of The Washington Post is online, Matt, covers national security uh among other things uh so uh well yeah you know i was going to make the joke that uh, the various uh, actresses who bribed their kids way into yale are going to get five times as much time as julian assange so it's a little odd we're paying this much attention to it but
0: Avenatti is going to spend 50 times oh, yeah. more time in jail <laughs> clearly
3: and should um and yes i'm prejudging uh but well i just how likely is the addition of uh for instance an espionage charge mad
2: that uh well It's just so hard to say. I mean, on one hand, a lot of people would want that. And this is so surprising that he with one hacking offense. It's a five-year penalty. But on the other hand, when you start to bring in espionage, you're really going to start raising these First Amendment concerns. And there's also a concern about his extradition. This is a very involved, intricate process. And if the UK decides we've charged him with a political crime, they will not send him over here. Espionage kind of has a political context. So do you slap on those charges and risk never getting him back? Do you just sit on the hacking charges, maybe add a few more hacking charges? Uh, you know, this is going to be a tough call for prosecutors.
3: And, and the United States couldn't say, no, 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 it's just a hacking case. Then get him here and charge him with everything, including treason. Uh, put him up, up against the wall because the Brits would go nuts. Yeah, and that that's would right. Damage they, they the relationship.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's right. They couldn't do that.
3: Wow. Wow. Uh, this is so thought-provoking. That's uh, kind of why it's fun. Matt Zapatoski, national security reporter, covering the Justice Department for the Washington Post. Matt, always stimulating. Thanks a million. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, He's going to yeah. end
0: up spending, if any time in jail, a very small amount in
3: a not very scary jail. Conspiracy to hack.
0: Right he'll spend 2 years in a medium security jail
3: and you know given the fact that uh, you know he won't have his cat with him but he's been in a kind of a glorified apartment nobody speaks anything but ecuadorian there's cat crap everywhere <laughs> he could argue time served right <laughs> time served
0: yeah i mean i'm trying to be fair about this and uh, you know we're both free speech guys you sure. d- you don't want anything that could in the future make it more difficult for the truth to come out
3: I think Julian Assange is a thoroughly bad human being. I think he's an awful human being. He hates America. Yes, so I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, he's an America hater. He he is more than willing to endanger innocent people or to spill national secrets that there's no justification for uh, because he I think he's got uh, I think he's a, a megalomaniac. I think he's convinced that he's one of the the great people in history. Um, you know, I think some of the stuff he's leaked has been fine. I think it probably should have been leaked. Um, some of the stuff was was terrible. There's no justifying it. So, I I don't like the guy at all. I think he's slimy. On the other hand, I get the first amendment argument and 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 I think the government needs to tread carefully, but they are treading carefully. I I think we may have lines drawn or at least kind of uh, better shading on some of this activity as a result of this case, as we work through it as a people, which I think is probably a good thing. Do you think he'll end up in the United States? Yeah, I would guess so. I would guess so. Depending some,
0: I've sort on... of heard some analysts saying they, they don't really want him in the United
3: States. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't know. Who knows? That's interesting. Who knows? You know, TV lawyers. I wonder, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it does open up a, a, a whole series of problems. Sure. Justice Department problems, PR problems. might um, be easier to just let him languish in an embassy shine. somewhere uh, surrounded
0: by his cat's poo. Could shine a light on some information that people have forgotten
3: that came out of it? Yes. Right. Now, because I'm also a bad person, I've been very excited about the idea that he's got his poison pills somewhere ready to get... De encrypted and uh and disseminated secrets about the rich and the powerful all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um so. which he claims. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on, Julian. Now's the time. You get that dang old beard trimmed and, and turn loose the gossip, man. Cat scratch fever, I see. All right. Very nice. Ted
0: Nugent classic. We're going with the cat theme of the previous conversation. Why not? like to know what percentage of him getting this whole story, him getting booted out of the embassy and starting this whole story is because he wouldn't clean up after his cat. If he'd have cleaned up after his cat, would he still be there? And he wasn't paying his bills. Would he been able to live out the rest of his life there if he'd have just cleaned up after his cat?
3: From the Ecuadorian's point of view, this wasn't a delicate and complex First Amendment case. This was a crappy roommate. Right.
0: Uh, I've always said winning the lottery will ruin your life. Got one example for you, among other things. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience Of 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 the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, couple of things. Reparations is a serious conversation. Slavery reparations. It was uh, considered a fringe, almost hilarious idea. And in, in how unworkable and and, and undoable. It, but that's now a serious conversation, so that more on that in a minute. Yes, I would like to seriously say it's still ridiculous. I've been saying for a long time that I think the vast majority of the time winning a big lottery would ruin your life. In all kinds of different ways. All your relationships would change, and probably for the worse. Um, almost certainly for the worse. Friendships, family, everything people you've known your whole life your relationship would be completely different now that you're a gazillionaire and yes I'm
3: now i'm in power <laughs> right exactly exactly you'll be able to buy an army the army of the unsullied <laughs> <A> little game <laughs> of thrones reference there sorry can't help myself
0: and then just for your own psyche chasing whatever sort of happiness you're hoping to get out of but with stuff doesn't often pay off for people
3: you know that part i think i can handle but the Always wondering who likes hanging out with me and who just wants a chunk of the cash. This sort of thing happens a a lot.
0: The woman who won the biggest single-person lottery jackpot in history, she won $278 million well she got 270 she won 590 right she won 590 million dollars one person over a half a billion anyway she took the cash payout paid her taxes and still ended up with 278 million dollars she's now in a lawsuit with her son she's suing her son who either did or didn't steal from her or just hired a financial advisor who stole from both of them but he wasn't paying attention either way He's suing her, she's suing him, mother and son. Ah, there you who, go who, according to many, were close their whole lives until he she won the money, and then it all fell apart, which happens all the time. God, I know I know families that inheritance, they were siblings that were fine their whole lives. Inheritance comes along, don't speak to each other. I yeah. know a couple of families personally where that has happened. Oh, that's so bad. Money poisons things, man. And you just you think, oh, it couldn't happen to us, wouldn't happen in our situation. Well, wait till a whole bunch of money gets involved. And, and somebody thinks, well, why'd they get more than I did? Or their perception is. Well, because she loved me more. Next question.
3: <laughs> There's an uh, old saying that uh, became a song, a hit song. I think it may have been Cindy Lauper even in the uh, 1980s. Money changes everything. It does. it does. It absolutely does. Anyway, this, this doofus
0: son who was handling the, mo- uh, the money for mom, who's now 90... So she probably needs somebody to handle her money to a certain Sure, She's 90 years old. He hired a financial advisor who was charging, it turned out, $2 million in fees to handle the money every year. That seems like a pretty high uh, high fee. He must be really good. I don't know what he was doing. You know,
3: if he's actually an investment advisor. It doesn't um, seem that he is. (laughs) Oh, well, okay, because that 1% is not outside the industry norm. Well, yeah, I don't think that's what this guy was doing. Well, if you got 200 and some million dollars, he was, uh, He was. I think he, well, it would appear that this guy was yeah. just taking well, their money, putting, everybody, putting so it so in a yeah. bank and taking it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, hey, it's uh, you still got it.
0: I did my job. And the son who's 40 <laughs> running around with uh, boats and planes and stuff like that. No, they don't speak to each other.
3: That's ah, awesome. That's nice. That's nice. How old is he? He's 40. She's 90. He's 40. She, that, that can't be, can it? Well, it can be, but it's uh, you know going to be a tricky pregnancy. No, maybe he's a grandson. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about this
0: while we Maybe the he's later. just
3: a guy who lived down the block who showed up one day and said, "Mom,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> hoping not,
3: you know she's a little loopy at her event stage.
0: not a bad idea with a ninety year old worth trying. Oh, mom, remember when you used to make me peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? What's who, coming up? i
3: Marshall Phillips. Well, the
4: arrest Julian Assange setting off vigorous debate over freedom of the press and government overreach, and an amazing breakthrough in cancer detection.
0: Oh, good. Those are always good. And slave reparations on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Never heard of musician Nipsey Hussle until he was murdered a couple of weeks ago. Turns out he's a r- actual gang member rapper of quite a bit of success, but he was assassinated. And um, the other night at the vigil, several people were shot. And then last
3: night at the funeral procession, four shot, one dead. Holy cow. Yeah. Now, he's a former gang guy,
0: right? Do you ever, do you ever get to be a former gang guy? That's an interesting question, yeah. Um, what? It's for real. They're not pretending. Oh uh, yeah,
3: yeah. That's crazy. I'd say. Uh, we've we've worked at radio stations that had a big hip hop uh, contingency. You know, radio ranches that had multiple radio stations there, and the security of these places is like you know the, the, the Federal Reserve Bank or. You know, it's like a prison. I never you think you got to pass through an electronically locked door like every five steps.
0: I never listen to music and wonder if this person's legit this or that, but I can see how if you're actually like you actually pack a gun to shoot people and get shot at. Right. How people who are completely pretending that with their various music would yeah. really annoy you.
3: <laughs> you know, you're vanilla Ice's. And then you got Chris Stapleton squeezing off shots at John Mayer. No. No. It doesn't no. happen very often. No. Uh, news now with Marcia Phillips.
4: Well, the Department of Justice says they don't have any expectations about when Julian Assange may actually be brought to the United States to face the conspiracy charge against him. Given the prospect now, British court proceedings and a potentially lengthy extradition fight as the debate over press freedom and possible government overreach
3: rages on. Well, unless they're going to pile a bunch of additional charges upon the guy, we're looking at a, a federal offense that the statutory maximum we heard is, what, four years in jail? Five so, five, five years, okay. So he probably gets three, maybe, if he's convicted. So we're going to go to the trouble and expense of... The whole extradition thing, and then fly him over, hold him for a long Endless time. Endless cable news arguing, Joe. Well, well, yeah, I'm just talking about the practical cost of this thing. Well, what will it cost to sentence this yuck-yuck to, to three years in federal prison? It'd be many, many millions of dollars. How about we just tell him, listen, we're going to leave these charges penned, and you keep doing this stuff where we're, we're seriously going to drag you over Clean here. Clean up after
4: of- your cat.
3: yeah. <laughs> Judge
4: Andrew Napolitano on Fox News with Brett Baer was weighing in. This is a a
5: case about free speech. This is a case about punishing journalists. In this case, a journalist who revealed information devastating to what the United States had been saying and lying about. And it was truthful information that the people in a free democracy have the right to know. Was a crime committed? Yes! A crime was committed by Chelsea Manning, who was charged, prosecuted, convicted, and sentenced to jail until President Obama decided to uh, commute her sentence that was the crime the crime is the theft of the information not the receipt of it by a journalist and its publication can you help the thief get the information to you of course you can just as the new york times did with uh, daniel ellsberg and the washington post did with daniel ellsberg and the yeah run-
3: but they didn't help ellsberg hack into computer systems it's different judge and you know it now napolitano goes on to say the pentagon paper's opinion and the Supreme
5: Court and lower court opinions that have followed it could not be clearer. The crime is committed by the thief. It is not committed by the publisher. Even of what if he's the thief helping stole. him try to crack the password to the U.S. Defense Department computer. Well, we've not seen a, a charge like this before. The charge to me is he's helping him get the information uh, to him. And the underlying thing that upset the government is the revelation of a painful truth.
3: Now, you know, well, there may be some truth to that last thing, but you can't, as a journalist, put on the, uh, the black gloves and the mask and the flashlight and the teeth and help somebody commit a burglary to get information, then print it. And You can't conspire to hack computers either. It's just it's different, Judge.
4: Attorneys for Patriots owner Robert Kraft are battling to keep the Florida massage parlor videos in his prostitution case secret. has pleaded not guilty to charges accusing him of paying for sex acts at a spa in Jupiter in January his defense says the billionaire would suffer irreparable harm if the defense gets hold or if the media gets access to police surveillance videos that allegedly show him engaging in sexual acts with a woman so the battle you know, over the-
3: I've seen that. I don't feel like I need to see A
4: video of sure a 75-year-old man having sex with him? Yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody don't,
3: needs that. Who wants to see that? We used to be able to deal with this sort of thing as a society. Mm.
4: Thursday, Elon Musk SpaceX successfully launched the Falcon Heavy, the world's yes. most powerful operational rocket on its first paid mission. The rocket uh, carried a uh, special communications satellite. Second time, the massive rocket went into orbit managed to successfully land on all three boosters back on earth afterwards it's a big falcon rocket
3: yes it's a heavy heavy. falcon rocket
4: (laughs) a new study has been found or found rather that dogs sniff out cancer 97 percent of the time wow in a study presented this week at the 2019 experimental uh, biology meeting they found specially trained beagles were able to correctly detect lung cancer 97% 97% of the time they were tested. That is astounding. Well, obviously,
0: it, it, cancer puts off a smell
3: that humans are completely unaware of. Right. Dogs with their incredible olfactory sense. Can right. sniff it out. But th- what does, does cancer that, smell like pepperonis? What does that say <laughs> about the relationship between humans and dogs going back uh, a span of the millennia? He says in overly uh, flowery fashion. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there's all sorts of stuff to wonder at here, Marshall. Right, right Your cat
0: gonna do that, Sean? Uh, I don't actually have a cat. This seems like a good time what to correct you the right.
3: Oh, yeah, what did you do with it? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, never no. mind, See, Marshall. Story of a stories about cancer. Hey, yeah. we're talking about cancer here.
4: So. Dogs identified the normal <laughs> tissue. Dogs identified normal tissue 98% of the time, identified the cancerous tissue 97% of the time, the smell receptors of all dogs, ...are 10,000 times more sensitive than humans. But is there any...
3: So and yet, Baxter unleashes farts that clear the room. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? What? You can't smell that! Not a good boy. <laughs> I actually left the radio on for him, so I got to be careful about this. You're a good boy. Oh, I love you, buddy. Oh, you're my buddy.
0: Don't you, wouldn't you have to train the dog though for the particular cancer, and then have a signal? Because otherwise, he's just yeah. he's barking. Yeah. Okay, is Timmy down the well? No. They, What's
4: going on, or boy? Do I have lung What's going on? Exactly. Is there a burglar? I don't know whether
3: they to go to the well
4: or the hospital. No, that's what they're saying. They they these are specially sure. trained dogs you know? Well, so, yeah. okay. All right. But they but still a 97% success well, that, that's rate. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Wait,
3: what, yeah. What, what's the practical application of this? Do we, have, do we have do we have cancer beagles and there's you know, if you got a cough or something you'd You just brush up against the beagle. beagle.
4: Researchers point out the obvious. There's currently no absolute cure for cancer, but early detection offers a best hope of survival. And a highly sensitive test for detecting cancer, they're saying, could potentially save thousands of lives and change the way
0: the
3: disease
4: is treated.
0: I get blood tests regularly. Should I start walking through the pound? Is that a better (laughs) idea?
3: (laughs) They got to train the dogs, all right? (laughs)
4: Yes. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience
3: of the nation. Stroll up the old center aisle. What do you think, fellas? Should
0: I get tested for heartworm? (laughs) All right.
3: Oh, Oh, that's a
0: good one.
4: That's a good one.
0: Yeah, so Georgetown University, because they had slaves at Georgetown 200 years ago or something. Um... They're going to come up with reparations, maybe a billion and a half dollars. Oh, boy. Who gets it? Who, who doesn't get it? What do you, huh? The very How much idea do you
3: get? of slavery reparations at this point is just ridiculous. Oh, it's going to happen. It is on not On some going going level. To Absolutely not. Well, on some level, that's pretty broad. Uh, that's there are a s- couple of viz- examples from today's politics that make it. Clear how utterly unworkable it is. Stay tuned
0: to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
3: conscience of the
1: nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: What's it cost to send your kid to Georgetown, Joe? $27,720, unless you can uh, Photoshop their head on a tennis player and get a scholarship of some sort. Where'd you get that number? Um, from the New York Times. And so it's going to go up by uh, $27.20, because the students voted last night for slave reparations. You see, 200-some years ago... The, uh, the Jesuits who owned something or other sold some slaves to raise money to found Georgetown. And the uh, students are really bothered by that a lot. So they're going to increase tuition, the fee for every student by 27 some dollars.
5: 27 dollars.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and then the money is going to go to Louisiana for programs to help descendants of slaves. All right. So, but it, the, the reason this is mostly important is that this is the first instance of reparations actually happening uh, in america by any serious institution Mm. and it's a popular topic on the campaign trail now with a lot of your major candidates saying oh yeah absolutely we need to do something around slave reparations
3: yeah yeah well it's uh it is the worst sort of pandering to get the black vote at least the black vote that wants slave reparation money coming their way it's utterly unworkable it's hilariously unworkable Reparations. Now, if Georgetown feels like they have sins in their past and they want to write somebody a check, it's their money. What do I care? Um, but uh, my favorite examples these days of how crazy the idea of writing people checks for the sin of slavery 150 years later. That's right, isn't it? It's almost 155 years later. Um, you've got Barack Obama, for instance. He's a black man, arguably. Yeah, I know his racial heritage. But his mom was white, good and white, and allegedly her ancestors had slaves. Barack Obama's mom's ancestors. And his dad's from Kenya and was never an American citizen and certainly never an American slave or descended from whatever. Well, then his mom should whatever. give him some money <laughs> but if she were still alive. Well, what does Barack Obama do? Is he paying or is he getting? Kamala Harris, her mom is Indian from India, her dad is a black man from Jamaica. So who gets money there? Is she writing a check? Is she getting a check? Is she, uh, what, what's happening there? You combine that with you know people who are recent immigrants. You, you know the Irish have an argument to be made that. You know, we we're treated, treated pretty horribly. Not not as bad as, as slaves, certainly, but how about we're just considered neutral, okay? No Irish blacks or dogs, said the signs. Um,
0: or if your family came here after 1864, whatever. Right,
3: your, exactly. Um, I had nothing to do with it. Now, you could make the, the great, uh, the popular classroom argument about white privilege and the rest of it. But one of the more substantive counterarguments that I've heard to that is, well, there have been trillions of dollars spent, trillions of dollars spent trying to uh, rectify problems among black Americans, financial, educational, crime, etc.
0: This is the first one I've ever heard, I think, where they, uh, they're actually going to seek out people who apparently can document that they're descendants of slaves, and those people particularly get money. Some of them might be doing very well.
3: Yeah. What if you have, you know, some hedge fund guy who's a or gal, or a CEO of a company, or just a successful real estate agent who's got millions and millions of dollars in the bank? Do they get reparations? Or you're just doing as well as everybody around you? you right. You make
0: yeah. however much a year, and you live in the same house as everybody else.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's an insane idea. Way way too much time has passed, and the examples that are given by the generally progressive types who are in favor of this are generally the the internees, the Japanese uh, internees from World War II, or the folks, uh, the Jewish folks, or or prisoners of all sorts whose labor was exploited by the Nazis and Allied industries in World War II. But that was always um, those people specifically, or in some cases, their offspring. But it was very, very immediate. It wasn't 150 years. It's just, just, you know, it's just dumb. Not, you know, racism isn't dumb and being worried about it and and being troubled by the problems in in black America is not dumb. That's worthy indeed. But the idea of reparations, that is just pandering.
0: The website 24-7 Wall Street just revealed their picks. For the words people get wrong the most. Here are the words people get wrong the most according to some website. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine website, though. Fine uh, website. Some of these I do or, or can, and some of them I never have. But uh,
3: Adverse versus averse. That one's that one's subtle. My wife, huh? who I adore, gets that one. Uh, adverse
0: wrong. means harmful. Averse means opposed to. Right. And my thing is, I mean, you they're, know, we're we closely related. My, my thing is, we I mean, we should all try to use the right words. It may it just helps with the communication, right? But if I immediately, I disagree which, with you. If I immediately, by which I mean, I agree with you. If I immediately know what you're saying, yeah. I know what you mean out of context of what we're talking yeah. about. Right. The hell difference is differences. Well, <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're—I if mean, you, if you're a child, you know that'd be all for correcting you, so you don't do that the rest of your life. But if you're fully, you know, you've lived life, you're successful, everything's fine. I don't know what, am I, what are we supposed to do here? If you're I a grammar you national
3: socialist, you would understand why you're wrong about that. It's mm. just—it's dangerous to society. Oh, is it? Absolutely. <laughs> I deserve reparations for um, people using averse around me when they mean adverse.
0: Bear and bear. Bear is a furry animal. B E A R. Bear, bear <laughs> means uncovered.
3: May I, just as the guy who goes through the emails every single day, and I read virtually every email y'all send at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, you think there's something we ought to be talking about? You want to send a link? You got an opinion? If you're uh, experienced in dealing with homeless people, we've gotten a lot of great emails on that, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But if you're r- referring to the line that divides two countries, there is no A in the word border. Border with an A means a renter or somebody who's staying at your place. Do that for me. Plus, when you're calling us losers, there's only one O in loser. Every You angry people calling us a loser just makes me laugh. You're trying to be hurtful and that you're making me
0: laugh. That one's similar to desert versus dessert.
3: Oh, yeah. I always have to think about that one.
0: Desert's a sandy place with one S. Dessert, the sweet treat, gets extra S's. I can remember that. Because you I always get want f- seconds of dessert. Yeah, or yeah I get a good one. Or I get extra fat, so there's extra S's. I can remember that. <laughs> It's kind of like compliment. I've remembered since I was like, first time I ever came up, the word came up in like third grade. I like compliments. So there's an I in compliment for
3: compliment as in, as opposed to compliment a, is a, a verb and
0: noun meaning praise compliment, right? A compliment goes well with
3: is an E or complimentary, um, which often means free, which is interesting given the actual meaning of the word. Uh,
0: Yeah. I I have to always goes think about with, I guess. Yeah. I always have to think about this one capital and capital O or oh, yeah. A. Yeah. O is uh, the place Congress meets which is in Washington DC, the US capital with an A. Uh, I'll never remember that. That one I'm just going to keep getting wrong and I'll be fine. You know what? You know how much damage you will be done to me if I ever get that
3: wrong? More than you know. <laughs> I'll be just fine. Everything'll be okay. They got the one about the guy who runs uh, your high school that he's your principal. Oh, that's the, that's the way I remember that <laughs> principle principle irregardless
0: uh, means the same as regardless, with some arguing that there's no such word as irregardless, although I think it's in a lot of dictionaries now, because once it gets said enough, it becomes a word because that's how language works.
3: Yes. The definition is a y- word used by fools <laughs> irregardless affect and effect.
0: I have to think about affect with an a is yes. a verb meaning to impact or change, while effect with an E is a result of that change.
3: Okay. It's worth noting English is a stupid language. Yep, yep. It's it a is. bastard language. And, it's a combination and, of many languages, and we didn't standardize. You know, we the... should, but it's similar to us being too stubborn
0: to go on the metric system, or or a bunch of other things. I think I think a um, a still capable of, of 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 growing and expanding and being better society would take on the language. It's just stupid that we have a bunch of words that sound exactly the same. Right. Or or letter the fact that we have letters that sound the same
3: that that C can start with a C or K is stupid. Yes. It's just stupid. Well, and sometimes the C masquerades as an S, which is also stupid, right? It's identity theft. No reason for it. None. Elimination of the C. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. it, it only performs services that other letters already do. Well, hmm. and I love the illustration. You spell fish G H O T I. GoTi. Right. Exactly. Uh. GH is in tough. Or enough, yeah. Right, right. O is in, well, y- you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's Friday. I don't feel like spilling the whole thing out. I'm but tired. yeah, that
0: shouldn't happen. Right. Sm- and smart people have figured out better systems that just work better.
3: It's a but- bastard language, Jack. On the other hand, Jon Snow was a bastard, and you see what's happened with the Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, a reference it. to oh Game my of Thrones? God, I just. I'm a straight guy, and I just like to kiss him right on the mouth. Really? Oh, he's my hero. He's very dreamy. He's got that real kind of just uh,
0: that dark kind of mopey attractiveness. Oh, you just want to cuddle him. You're listening (laughs) to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The
4: cat